The Okie Geek Podcast is brought to you by Okie Comics, a bi-monthly anthology publication showcasing the talents of Oklahoma creators with stories featuring Oklahoma. Copies are available at Half Price Books, Edmund Unplugged, Loot and XP, Boarding House, Paseo Plunge, Museum of Osteology, Commonplace Books, as well as your favorite comic book store and nearest library. You can find out more locations and more information at okiecomics.com. Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 177 of the Okie Geek Podcast, brought to you by Okie Comics. I'm Michael Cross. New World Comic Con 5 kicks off on Saturday, July 27th in the Oklahoma Expo building at the State Fairgrounds in Oklahoma City. So much geeky goodness, and here to fill us in on all the details is New World Comics owner and friend of the show, Buck Berlin. Buck, welcome back to the Okie Geek Podcast. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate you having me out. Yeah, yeah okay. Uh, five. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was actually, I was talking to a friend of mine how I was kind of inspired to the, do the Okie Geek Podcast when you did the first New World Comic Con at across the street. Which, that's very touching. Like, hearing that, it, it's, <laughs> oh my God, I've, you know. Uh, it, when I was uh, early teens, I made a list of, like, what I want to do with my life. And uh, one was, like, you know, skydive. One was, like, run for president. <laughs> and then, like, I wanted to, like, change someone's life for the better or something. And, and it's the, oh, wow. Okay, well, I'm doing some of that. There so. you go. And then, so it's easier. Yeah. It's, it's easier than worrying <laughs> about skydiving or running for president. Right. Uh, plus, there's too many people running for president anyway. Well, you uh, know. <laughs> <laughs> so, you so you you started in uh, the the Paramount yeah. five years ago. Uh, stuffed a bunch of people in there. Yeah, it, it's weird looking back on it. I, I found our floor plans from the first year. <laughs> uh, we had uh, forty six vendors. Wow. And it was the and and I was like, man, that's a lot. And now this year we're at two hundred. Yeah. And it's the, oh my God. Yeah. And well, and we couldn't have gotten anywhere. I couldn't gotten any more vendors into that, into the. No, pyramid. no. It was amazing. How do you know how many people you had in that first year? Uh, first year, I feel like how we best? had a, a, a thousand to 1500 wow. people, something like that, which, you know, I was like, I'll be happy if 200 people show up to yeah. this thing. Cause it, we didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I knew what I wanted to do as a convention. Yeah, you know, cuz I have been to I've been to great conventions, I've been to really bad conventions. Sure. And I know that just having people and vendors isn't enough. Right. You yourself have to do something or the the entity that is Yeah. Yeah. It has to it has to have more. It, it has right. to be something. Yeah, there there's always uh, a little space for personal touch. Yeah. Like just you know, here here you go uh, you know, uh, snacks and water for the vendors. Right. Keeps them happy, you know, because they're stuck. They can't do anything. Uh, we have volunteers that can watch your booth for like two minutes while you run to the bathroom. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and I think the volunteers have really made New World Comic Con what it is. They are very much our superpower. Yeah. 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 Without a doubt. And, then, and not only, of course, also that and, of course, the, the volunteers that you guys have for, for like Free Comic Book Day. Yeah. It's amazing that people have so much love for the store and what you guys do that they're just willing to show up for free and just be a part of it. Yeah, which uh, someone uh, pointed out that I was building community and it was the, oh my God, I am. like, mm-hmm. and, and that's kind of been the, the goal ever since year two with this con was the, oh, okay, we can, we can show the, you know, we can show that Oklahoma City has that love of, you know, all the nerd stuff. Right. 
uh, without you know having to fly in a fly by night con. Yeah, you know, we we had two or three come through and and just fail because yes. they were overpriced. They relied solely on you know here are the actors, here's the uh, the stuff that we you know shipped in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know here are the vendors, which we don't really care about. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and just and 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 also not knowing. Oklahomans, uh, right. we're weird people. I, I've 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 come to just <laughs> I've gotten used to it, and 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 so you and you have to know how to create that community atmosphere, right? And and uh, what I've started doing is just in the hey guys, what do you like? Yeah. What, you know what what are you, you know what are you into? Um, the the biggest surprise for me was when uh, everyone says Power Rangers. Like, I know Oklahomans love Power Rangers. Uh, so like, you know, this year, uh, Sandy Silner, uh, that was on, uh, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers mm-hmm. reached out to us and said, Hey, I've heard great things about your convention. I want to be part of it. And yeah. she played a uh, alpha five, the, the oh, little wow. robot on the, uh-huh. yeah. Um, and it, it, and it's just kind of shocking cause you know, I didn't think that we were at that level yet. That's amazing. Yeah. So, Who other, what other guests do we got this? Uh, time? Sam Delarosa mm-hmm. uh, also reached out to us and, and, uh, says, you know, man, I, you know, I have to be part of this thing. Yeah. Um, then a buddy of mine, Robert Wilson, uh, who draws uh, Knucklehead, you know, or mm-hmm. drew oh, Knucklehead yes. with uh, Brian Winkler. And, and uh, yeah, he, he's uh, got stuff going on at Oni. Like, he's, you know, doing stuff. He has a whole group of friends that he's bringing up. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. So, like, you know, we, we have some people who've, you know, been in the comic industry. Yeah. You know, like, you know, we, we've had people like Natasha Altrisi who's, you know, uh, risen to that. Yeah. And, you know, now we're having people that have already gone through all that come through. Is for like Natasha, is it is her is she feeling like she's getting some kind of uh, she's she's getting her name out there, her her, her comics out there. Uh, the, the things like Neural Comic Con are allowing her to uh, get her works out. Um, That's a very good question. That's more of a question for her. But well, I, true. I mean, honestly, I. You know, uh, we've been supportive of her for, yeah. well, since we've heard about her. And uh, I, I think that she just likes being part of the family. Well, her stuff is amazing. I remember looking through it last year and just f- floored yeah. uh, with, with her, 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 her talent. Um, and, and hopefully, I mean, that's what I, I, I would hope that New World Comic Con is able to do, uh, yeah. to bring in the people who are already established, but also maybe get these people who aren't quite as established their name out there and, and let them yeah. show off their stuff. There are uh, a couple artists that have uh, been with us almost from the get go. Um, and they, they, they started out very young and now they're hitting the, you know, 19 to 20 something. Mm-hmm. And just the, the uh, distance they, they've overcome in the last year is flooring. Like yeah, that, they went from uh, amateur with potential to, Oh my God, you're, almost professional like it's that's great yeah like with a little bit of nudging here and there mm-hmm. there's no reason that they're not going to be a, a star that's fantastic yeah. and the great thing is i mean you really don't have to necessarily go to la or new york to 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 do what you yeah. need to do because uh, especially with today's technology you could just be at home and doing the, the the you know the work whilst you're talking with with people through skype or whatever you're talking to your writers talking to your artists whatever you need to do but you can don't necessarily have to go to the big cities to do it yeah and uh, you know that's kind of the coolest thing ever is that you know now it's it's not the well you know let me go hope for the best and you know live in squalor yeah. while i try to chase the dream you know 
comfort of your own home. That's right. Yes. So, yeah. In, in a much more lower cost of living state than, yeah. than in like <laughs> California or New York. Um, so you've also uh, got now you you've you've always been about comics. I really wanted because San Diego Comic Con is going yeah. on right now, and it's I feel like it's pulled a well. Fortunately, pop culture is a lot of comics is involved right. with with Marvel and DC. But it feels like it's pulled away from being a comic convention into more just a pop culture movies and television convention. Very much so. And that's always been something that I'm interested in is making sure that this is a comics convention. Yeah, based off of comics. Yeah. Um, uh, You know, just because it's so easy to go down that road of, oh, here's the movie stuff. Here's the this, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. so I always make sure that, you know, we have tons of comics there. We have tons of, oh just, my gosh, yeah. you know, comic artists, with, you know, like, uh, you know, uh, yeah, at, at the end of the day, if, if I had my choice between, you know, a big Hollywood actor or actress uh, or a handful of comic artists, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the comic artists. Because, sure. you know, it, it's just so much neater to, to have here because, I mean, the actors and actresses they're they're neat but they're novel right you know there there's not a uh, a lot to really glean from them because they have to you know make their uh, their money that day they they have to you know do all this uh everyone that's doing the comic stuff genuinely loves to be there you yeah. know yeah and and well that's you've also got the fact that they they enjoy their art uh, mm-hmm. a lot of times I feel sometimes like the actors are, they, they got cast in a role. Um, and they, they lucked out and, and uh, you don't know if their heart was like, oh man, I, you know, like yeah. Jason Momoa with like Aquaman. Yeah. I doubt he was an Aquaman fan before. That's right. right? It's, like, it's like the old uh, SNL thing with William Shatner and, and now he's like, right. to get a life, you know. Um, you, you know that they, a lot of them didn't care for really being that. Right. That, that kind of, fan celebrity whereas i mean now some of them do uh you know uh but but for the most part it's like yeah you don't they don't really care but whereas a comic book artist they're doing that because they love it yeah yeah because there's so many more lucrative uh industries to go into (laughs) yes yeah there's there's better paying jobs um and but but they love doing it and they love and and that's what's wonderful about talking to them yeah, uh, they they come and they enjoy what they do, and and hopefully every maybe gets some young people passionate about it as well, and, yeah. and show that this can be done for a living and not just uh, you know doodling it on on while you're going to school. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that that's the the coolest thing is that uh, very few of them are proprietary. Mm-hmm. You know, most everyone wants to share what they're doing, how they're doing it, and uh, you know, kind of grow the field. Sure. So. The more they just what is it the uh, rising tide raises all boats. You right. Know? It's everybody. If everybody's doing better, then we're, then the whole society, the whole community is doing better. Which brings me back to also a community of, of geeks. Yeah. Uh, you have such a variety of people who go to this New World Comic Con, whether it's yes. comic books or cosplay or pop culture. And then we're not downing you know, if you're oh, in no, the, no, like, no. the TV yeah. movies, great. Um, but we all come together and just enjoy the 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 geekdom. Right. And. Um, there was, there was something that was said about Batman, the animated series years ago is that it was made for adults with kids in mind. Mm -hmm. And I thought, Oh, well 
that's a that's a good way to reach everyone. Right. Um, if you stay within those parameters, then you know that's that's going to be your ticket to success because that way no one feels like they're being talked down to mm-hmm. or talked over. Right. Um, and that way it's it's all inclusive and inclusivity is what we're all about. Yeah. Well, and that's that's what makes things. I'm the the Warner Brothers cartoons. My my son and I sat down recently. I this on Hulu, and I pulled up yeah. some of them, and I started laughing like crazy. And he was enjoying. Of course, he's a little older now. He's like thirteen now, but. Uh, and when, when we were younger, he would watch them. And I would, when I was young, I used to watch them. And same same principle. Mm-hmm. They were they were made for they 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 were was it made for kids, but with adults in mind. Yeah, or made for adults with kids with in kids mind. In mind. Yeah. yeah. It either way, it's it's it it kids can enjoy it, but it's not you know the Smurfs or or, or yeah. the Snorks or you know something that was like oh my god yes yeah we're we're not throwing Care Bears at anyone yeah well and it's what changed My Little Pony I think yeah. uh, My Little Pony when it grew up was it about ninety four ninety five when it really started to it had more of an adult theme it was still made for kids but adults could sit down and watch it with their kids yeah and and then the uh, most recent iteration they like really revamped it and, yeah did they really so, yeah. Yeah, see, and that's that's what makes that's why anime I think is so popular because oh, yeah. again, your kids can sit down with it and enjoy it, and their parents, if the parents aren't there to enjoy it as well, the kids will eventually grow out of it. Right. And and there's so much anime that the kids don't grow out of; they continually enjoy because it kind of grows up with them. Right. Yeah. And and uh, I mean, you can start as uh, you know, I think most people start on like Dragon Ball Z or Sailor Moon mm-hmm. or you know. Naruto now, sure. uh, you know, uh, I think most of the kids are getting in with the uh, My Hero Academia. Oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, and, and that's the thing is there's always new stuff to, to you know, get into. And then uh, from there, it's the, okay, what did I like about this thing? Where do I go from there? Yeah. So. And it's also the, that way with comics. Yes. Uh, I mean, I, I actually was not as much into comics when I was a kid, although my friends would have comics. I would mm-hmm. never go out and buy them. Uh, I, I've had friends, of course, and I've followed Superman and Green Lantern and all that kind of right. stuff. Uh, it wasn't until I got to be uh, 19 years old, uh, 20, 20 years old, and I was living, moved to Denver and picked up a Sandman comic and went, what is this thing I have found? What this is comics, um, and immediately this is even before they had Vertigo out. Right. You know, they, it was just for a mature audience, for a mature reader. Um, <laughs> and I was I was blown away by the writing. I, I then immediately picked up um, uh, Hellblazer. Uh, I picked up just all these uh, again before Vertigo DC comics that had a mature theme to it. Um, and I just loved it. And I felt and that's ever since then, I've just been a comic book fan. Um, so it, it really, it ages with a, a person. They, they, they are allowed to grow up with comic books. Yeah, very much so. And, and uh, you know, that, that's where some of the uh, reinvention comes in too. Mm-hmm. The, uh, you know, man, I really feel like uh, Flash kind of needs an upgrade. I, I feel like, you know, Batman needs a little bit more of a reinterpretation. Sure. You know, I, I think that that's where a lot of that steps into. Yeah, Scott Snyder and people like that will just go, look, I've been thinking about Batman for 20 years. Here's my interpretation of it. Yeah. And it really, really I, I love the, the changes that it allows for. Yeah, and, and it, um, I would say that the Scott Snyder and even the Tom King stuff mm-hmm. have been the best about it because they're honoring the past and changing very little. But the little changes that they're making kind of have bigger implications. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it kind of 
it makes Batman more accessible than he used to be because he used to be, you know, gruff loner guy that, yeah. you know, but he has this whole bat family. So how, how does that he's, work? He has an incorporation. Yeah. I mean, how do you how do right. you become a loner when you own this major, not not Bruce Wayne, but Batman himself, yeah. Batman Incorporated. Yeah. And it, it feels like a lot of that just kind of, uh, rationalized <laughs> in those runs. Well, I, unfortunately, I, I, I love Frank Miller's stuff, but I do blame a lot of that on Frank Miller's style of writing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's that, and then um, Chuck Dixon was kind of the uh, biggest uh, proponent of, like, okay, so let's have him be even more dark and gritty. Dark and gritty, yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, and, and, and so that's what, what, what sometimes I think the people, the, the artists, the writers... Uh, can bring when when we go to like conventions because they get to meet the fans yeah and get their ideas yeah and and you know most fans are pretty open with that oh man it'd be really cool if I saw this sure you know I've I've heard creators do that oh I was talking to this fan and they they suggested this and and man it it struck a chord with me and and I you know I don't remember exactly what was said but there was just some sort of idea with this thing and mm-hmm. oh I ran with it and here's you know what came of it. Yeah, and that's great. So you you've got uh, a couple of guests. Uh, who are your uh, who are your vendors? What are your you know two hundred? I know you yeah. can go through all of them. <laughs> but uh, who are some of the big vendors you've got coming in? Oh man! Uh, so uh, Steve Handy, who's a, a toy dealer, uh, has now officially branded himself as Valhalla Collectibles. Uh, he was there with us from the first year. He got unfortunately placed behind a column that wasn't like on our. Uh, oh no! Yeah. But, you know, he made it work, and, and he's just been super nice and happy about it the whole time. And every year, like, it, it's it's interesting. He went from, like, a table to two tables to three tables. And now he's like, all right, give me a whole block. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So everyone's uh, growing. Again, yeah, yeah, everyone's it's, rising. It, it's crazy to see the, the businesses that are growing out from this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, from, you know, oh, I started with the, just a little table just to see how it would do, to, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we had anyone get a half table this year. Oh wow, that's amazing. Yeah. That's incredible. Who who else have you, who else have you got? Oh man. Um well, it, you know, uh, we can't go too much further without mentioning the Jerry Bennett. Of course. Yeah, who's uh designing our shirts again this year. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. He's an artist in residence now. Yeah, over, over at the Skirvin. Skirvin. Yeah. What? That's yeah. amazing. How crazy like, is that? I know that guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's fantastic. If if, if you uh, if you ever uh, with the artists, uh, they come in, they 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 do portraits and stuff. I know sometimes. Yeah, yeah, they'll, they'll typically do uh, sketches for you on how, commission. How much should you? How much should you offer? Because I don't I don't know if they have, they don't put out like a plaque a lot of times. What, uh, what should you offer? To I them? mean, just talk with them because uh, honestly, it, you know, uh, if it, it's a quick like Spider Man head uh, head sketch, it could be like five dollars. Mm-hmm. If it's something that's super elaborate, like. You know, I want uh, Loki with the big horns, and then I want... I want the marriage of the Fantastic Four. Right. <laughs> then it's the... Okay, well, now you're talking big money. Um, you know, and, and if uh, if you're drawing a character that they hate, then they might charge more. <laughs> if it's a character that they love, they might do it for free. So it's, it, it just kind of depends. So just talk to them and let them know. Because, <clears throat> I mean, that's the thing is most people go, oh, well, can you just draw me this? It's like they, they are artists, and they are working. Yeah. So beware of that. I think that a lot of people don't realize that sometimes. Yeah, and, and um, it, it's just kind of weird that uh, uh, some of them, uh, this is their first time doing this, mm-hmm. so they don't necessarily know either because they're, you right. know. <laughs> so, it's all new to them as well. Right. 
So it's, it's kind of interesting to see them uh, figure that out on the fly. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we have some of the the vendors that are uh, uh, putting out their comic books for the first time. Oh, wow. Yeah. So uh, there, there's some people that have come around the store that I've been encouraging, like, hey, you need to get a table. This is like the time to get your, your stuff out there. Yeah, you I got know. four, two filing, three filing cabinets full of comics. I should probably just open up a table and try to get rid of some of them. <laughs> uh, but it's so, so you've got some comic book vendors, you've got some artists. Um, uh, is Geeky Chains coming? I believe so. I had run into them and I love them. Uh, my wife bought a, uh, one of the little chainmail mm-hmm. wrist things from I, I, your unusual uh, uh, vendors are some of my favorite things to go see. Uh, yeah, like uh, we have uh, Evan Sprinkle who does the like stoneware tankard. Yes. Yeah. Uh, my wife actually started setting up. She does uh, crystalline like ceramics. Like they're ceramics that like looks like have crystal shards and things like that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I mean, she she always just did that like as a little hobby. And then I was like... Uh, you're a slow. You need to. You need to try to sell some of this. Stuff. I know. Yeah, that's why I was like. Yeah, I, I, I thought that with my wife too. She does a whole bunch of stuff, and I'm like, you know, yeah. She really mass produced this. We could go. You know. Well, and, and it, it's crazy. You know, she has an incredibly well paying job, but it, if she didn't, this is what she could do. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's it's flooring. <laughs> that's then that's a, and everyone has these talents. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think nowadays with the, with conventions, because you can't open a store with that. Right. But with conventions, you can just set up a table and people can be aware of, can come by the, the stuff that you create. Right. And and we try to facilitate that with keeping our uh, vendor tables as right. low as we can. Um, you know, we just do 60 bucks for the, the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, yeah, you know, for most of our vendors, that's pretty easy to make back on just a few sales. Yeah, that's an amazingly low price when you consider, it was when you're talking about these fly-by-night conventions that come to Oklahoma and charge an arm and a leg yeah, for a table. Uh, not to name names or anything, but I was quoted $425 for a table. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. And and that's, I remember when uh, Brian uh, O'Quinn had a, a comic book shop and it was the same thing. They the, 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 the place came in and said, hey, you should do this. And it was, of course, it, it was unadvertised really. You know, yeah. it says, well, it's going to be coming up in a couple of months. You should buy a table for X amount is like, whoa. I mean, I would never be able to make my money back on that. Yeah. It's it, basically you're taking some of your, you know, uh, most expensive books and, and throwing them out. Yeah. And, and, ho- and hoping that and they hoping sale. That you'll that sell means somebody's got to walk in with, you know, five, six hundred dollars or a thousand, two thousand dollars. People aren't going to conventions with that much money. No. You know? I mean, typically not. I, I mean, uh, it, if, if known vendors are there, then maybe they will. But I, I mean, yeah. you've really got to push it, and, and you you kind of have to be an established known entity to pull that off. Yeah. yeah. So, is Expo is that the same building you guys were in last year? We were in the Centennial building okay, so last you year. Moved up. Yeah, we uh, we looked at the the uh, Cox Center that's you know right next door to it, and it was just a little bit bigger. Yeah. And then we thought, well, we want to add gaming, so let's do the Expo Hall, and we're doing. The main hall of the expo hall, and if this works out like we're hoping it does, we'll do both halls next year. Oh, that's the one that's split. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, it's the uh, the one that like uh, the friends of the library book sale mm-hmm. uh, was in, or uh, uh, Super Bitcon. Super Bitcon's was, last yeah. one was in that year. Yeah. 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 What gaming? Yeah, what the? Yeah, we're doing. Uh, <laughs> uh, from year one, we've been asked if we're doing gaming. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, we have gaming tables where there will be open play tables. We'll have demo tables. And then uh, we'll have someone doing uh, magic card drafting. What is magic card drafting? Uh, it's the most popular uh, quick play of magic. Like uh, everyone gets, I think it's three packs. They open up a pack, pull out a card, pass everything to the left or right. <gasps> wow. Like it's, you know, and, and, you know, so you get, you know, you have your top pick of a card and then you have the second top pick of a card, then the third top, yeah, until that runs out, then you open up another pack. And then from there, uh, you have your stack of chosen cards. And then you go add land uh, or you know whatever you need to it. And right. Then you you build a deck out of what you just got. So you're not familiar with your cards. No one is. You know, no one is. And you play. That's so, fascinating. So it, it kind of levels the playing field yeah. from like the you know top veterans to people who've just started. Sure. So it, and it's more communal because everyone has kind of the same issues. Like you know, oh, I'm not getting enough land on this thing. You know, right. oh, I can't. You know, cast this. I, I can't do these moves. Yeah. Ah, yeah, because everyone plans out their deck, to, yeah. and so this way it's it's almost random. Granted, they're still getting to pick, but yeah. they don't know what's coming up. Right. So that's it's amazing. That sounds like so much fun. Right. So we, you know, uh, we, we we thought about trying to host just another type of magic tournament, and we mm -hmm. thought that can get uh, pretty exclusive pretty quick, yeah. but drafting was really kind of the way to go. Sure. Everybody's it, it really evens out the playing field. Right. What, what, so you're going to have free, you're going to just have free tables that, uh, is, is, uh, is someone helping you out with that? Yeah. Uh, several different people are helping okay. us out with that. Yeah. Good deal. And, and just people just, there's going to be some board games there for people to pick and just start playing. Mm -hmm. That is amazing. So, yeah. And, and uh, we have a, a couple people, uh, premiering their games there. Really? Yeah, so they're they're gonna uh, kind of workshop it and see how they work. Mm -hmm. uh, if you like it, you can buy it. If you know, if it fails miserably, then they're gonna go back to the, to the drawing board. Who do you know? Who can you say who? Uh, I know Evan Sprinkles doing one. I forget what the card game was, but yeah, I, I know that you know the guy that makes the stoneware yes, tankards. Yes, he has a, a card game in the works too. That's so, great. Yeah. So it's a good chance to see some of these games. That you may well definitely never heard of, and yeah. maybe start to play. I mean, I remember when I first learned about Chihuahua. I was like, "What is this game?" <laughs> and now, of course, it's it's out there. I'm seeing it out of game stores, and um, you might get a chance to play a game before it's even out right. in, on the store shelves. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's that's wonderful. So, you, and uh, I'm guessing cosplay. Yeah, we have a cosplay contest. Uh, instead of just doing the three winners this year. Uh, we're we're breaking it up into multiple categories because uh, the previous year it was best male costume, best female costume, best kids costume, mm -hmm. and we thought, well, that that's not inclusive enough. And I mean, honestly, sometimes people don't quite fit those categories. Right. So we're doing best uh, comic, uh, you know, represented costume, best like movie represented costume, mm -hmm. uh, best anime. And then we have a, a category called free play, which is, you know, kind of mixing and matching. Or if you have your own character that you've created or, uh, you know, however you want to use it, it it's kind of the, the catch all. That's great. Yeah. When is that? The cosplay contest? Uh, the kids cosplay contest starts at four. And then if everything goes right, the adult one starts at five. That's great. Yeah. What, are, what are the hours? I don't think we went over that. Uh, Ten to seven. Ten to seven. Yeah. And uh, oh, and we uh, we have a uh, kids area, too. Oh really? Yeah. So we have the uh, the old carnival games that that we always have. You know, mm -hmm. 
throw a thing at a board, yes. you know, shoot a bow and arrow, you know, the kid's yes. bow and arrow, green arrow set. Uh, then we have uh, Jedi OKC in the 501st setting up doing their kind of stuff. And I have made a Pokemon area where you can go take pictures with life-size Pokemon. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, which... Before I did this, I knew nothing of the Pokemon. <laughs> well, I do know the State Fair is a great place to catch Pokemon and Pokemon Go. Yeah. I do understand that. Yeah. And, and so it's an area just for, for the kids to just enjoy, um, just, again, just the, the geeky, nerdy stuff that's going on. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, the, you know, they, they can uh, uh, go shoot a bow and arrow like Green Arrow. They can, you know, throw waffles inside Cyborg's mouth, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, I think that we're going to have a shoot a stormtrooper. <laughs> yeah that's fantastic yeah um there's a uh a toy box set up where you can stand inside like the packaging of a, a star wars action figure oh yes yeah uh, i think they debuted that at a sooner con uh-huh. and um yeah just tons of other stuff like i said there's the the pokemon area that i've been throwing together pokemon for yes uh we're trying to work out a thing to where uh kids can get like a uh sheet and you know go to other vendors and you know catch pokemon mm-hmm. like with stickers or whatever come back and then you get a little gym badge oh, that'd be adorable yeah <laughs> that'd be fantastic yeah we're, we're just trying to get everyone on board for this and trying to work out the logistics but that's that's the the goal so you've always started out with superhero school will that yes. be the case again yes we're going to do uh ninja turtles and power rangers this year wow yeah that's amazing so yeah, we're we're in the works of putting together Power Ranger suits right now. Um, Ninja Turtles are still held up from last year. That's good. I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> Which I, those those costumes were amazing. Thank you. I worked so hard yeah, on them. Yeah, and not easy. I mean, you had to make a shell. Yeah. That worked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, the the helmet was or the mask was the the hardest part. Really. Yeah. Um. And and then from there everything else was kind of stuff that I had known how to do. So, mm-hmm. and Power Rangers, uh, how how hard well, how hard is that to put the, make the costumes for? Uh, we ended up buying just the the uh, Zentai suit, the spandex suit, and yeah. then the uh, the helmets are uh, kits. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so just because bit. I I I looked at. Uh, my workload for making Pokemon and then trying to make Power Rangers, and I thought I could make a couple Power Ranger helmets, but I, I couldn't make that many Power Ranger helmets and have them look, you know, to the level that I'd like them to. Yeah, so. let's make it as easy as possible. There's yeah. so many other things going on, oh, um, yeah. especially since you're trying to fill that that space in the expo center. Yeah, which I, I mean, filling it wasn't that hard. Uh, I mean. Uh, I think we still have a few spaces left. Really? Yeah. Um, it's it's the first year that we haven't just sold out at this mm-hmm. point, but we're close. <laughs> so that's amazing. Now every year you've always it's always been one year. Yeah. Uh, ha- and again, I always ask you every year: Are is there ever a thought about making this more than just one one day? Um, there there there's always that thought. Um. But someone told me early on that you need an attendance of around 5,000 okay. to make it a, a two-day event. Like, it, it needs to be a crowded thing, and it needs to, you know, uh, demand needs to be there. Um, and in order to do that, I would need to have all the vendors agree that, yeah, they could do two days, because mm-hmm. I'm not sure that all of them could. Um, and, and it's just, you know, trying to not... Um, What's the old phrase? You know, n- not outreach our grasp. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Now, how many do you usually have? How many do you use? Uh, we, we've been growing every year. Last year, we were 2,500, I think. That's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I should have checked my numbers before I came. No, but, that's, yeah. I mean, it's cool. The fact that you keep growing, I know it's, it's been amazing. And, and every year, uh, well, it's what I love about the, the you guys have moved up every year uh, to where it's never felt overly crowded. Yeah. Um, it's obviously packed. There are people uh, all over the place, but it's never felt like I'm being squeezed in. I have plenty of chances to look around. And that's that's our main goal is we, we don't want to, you know, make it shoulder to shoulder. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we want to make sure that everyone has a good time. No one has to worry about, you know, losing anything or, or getting lost. You know, we, we want to make sure that it's enjoyable the entire way through. Yeah. And, and to look around there, uh, not only at, at the vendors, you've got people who are dressed up in, in costume. Yeah, uh, so some of my uh, volunteers uh, I've designated as costumed individuals. That's great. Uh, meaning that they're going to go and be certain people throughout the day. Like, uh, I'm trying to talk a buddy of mine into being J. Jonah Jameson, and he'll go berate all the spider people that come through the con. <laughs> So, oh, that'd be fantastic! Yeah, uh, we're, we're throughout the uh, the day. We're going to have a Godzilla versus King Kong match. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, <laughs> which which I you know I I think the uh, I, I love the idea of J. Jonah Jameson just going, you're a disgrace. Yeah, <laughs> oh you look at that menace. Yeah, <laughs> you're a menace, menace to society. Yeah, um, that is so wonderful, and it's I I think it's great because there will be many Spider Men. Yeah. Um, it's, it's Spider Men, women, and children. You could almost yeah. you could almost count on like Spider Man and Harley Quinn. Um, I think two of the biggest ones I see every time we go anywhere. And I'm not knocking that. That's oh great. No, no, yeah. Um, it's just it, that is what I what I see probably more often than just about anybody else. That and the Joker. Yeah. Um, and of course I I remember seeing a cosplay of um, people dressed up to a, a man and a woman couple dressed up as Thomas and Martha Wayne. <laughs> yeah. And every time their a Batman showed up, they just fall down on the dead in oh, front of him. Brilliant. Yeah. That was I loved it. It's like yeah. that that's that's great cosplay. <laughs> um so it's just like inventive stuff like that. People just enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I make sure that we always have something like that. Mm-hmm. Um because you, you you never know exactly what's going to be wanted or needed. Yeah. So we're we're trying to make sure that there's something for everyone. Yeah. Well, at SoonerCon, we had one young man who was dressed up as Star-Lord uh, from the movies, just walking around with a Walkman and dancing the entire time. I was like, that's fabulous. Yeah. I just, I think that's incredible. Why, why would do that <laughs> yeah. if I was younger and knew how to dance? <laughs> um, just throw on some headphones and just dance around the, the con for all, you know. It's things like that Just I just love because that's a dedication to not only the cosplay, but just enjoying your life and enjoying what you can do. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's what I think conventions should always be about. Um, unfortunately, I think that's the, what a lot of people are having a problem with, like San Diego Comic-Con, is it's become too big. Right, and it's just too packed. Like, it, it's, you know, uh, when I went, I want to say that it was like 60,000 people, and I was like, oh, that's too many, and now it's, I don't know, 100,000, 200,000, like it's, <laughs> it's and it's taken over the entire area yeah. uh, around it too now. Like it's everybody. I mean, it's the lines, you know, it's, it's this constant line. Yeah. You're, you're waiting and it's like, well, if it becomes like Disneyland, then it's not <laughs> worth actually going. But I mean, I love the stuff that comes out of it. Great. I mean, yeah. but I don't necessarily want to, I never feel the pressure to go to San Diego comic-con. Every time I've gone, uh, I, I always spent about a week 
uh, catching up and seeing what happened while I was there. Yeah, because you miss all of it from being away, but being right. right in the center of it. Yeah, so I mean, you, you kind of have to pick and choose what you're going to do and hope that you're able to do the thing that you want to do. Yeah. You know, like uh, there was a Futurama panel that I, I tried to get into, and it was the, oh, no, uh, it's full. Yeah. And it was the, well, I, I chose this over this. Oh, no, this has already started. And, you know, then uh, the flip side of that is there's a lot of chance encounters and, and things that, you know, you'd never get to do in real life. Right. Really. Uh, I went to the wrong side of a uh, uh, Friday the 13th panel, and I ended up on the actor's side. Really? I ran into Kane Hodder. I was like, oh, my God. You know, the guy who played Jason the most. Yeah. I ran into him. I was like, oh, my God, Kane Hodder. And he says, hey, uh, come on over and talk to me. Uh, you, you seem normal. <laughs> I was like, that's hilarious. <laughs> so uh, I was you know, sitting there talking with him and, and having a genuine conversation with him. And then uh, several directors showed up and other actors and actresses showed up. And then I was part of this big group conversation with people who were involved, and like the the way that I was talking with them, it felt like I was part of all of that. And then the, they got called. They're like, "Oh my god, uh, it's it's time to go. Uh, be sure to ask a question. There's a goodie bag that no one's supposed to know about. Do that. Um, if you want, meet up with us uh, later. We're going to dinner. Oh, geez. which I, I had already made other yeah. plans, and like I, I couldn't do that. Hey, can all my friends come? Yeah. You know, kind of thing, but yeah. So it was just this big, crazy thing. Yeah, it's it's, it's those it's those moments that you don't just would never have happened anywhere else. Right, and and I'm not sure that you necessarily would get that anymore because with that many people, I, I can only imagine that the infrastructure is just so bogged down and tight. Yeah, yeah. So you've got, uh, and the beauty of, of New World Comic Con is, is it something you can do in one day? Yes. You don't necessarily have to feel like you have to come, obviously it's not another day, but you don't have to feel like it has to be there. There's plenty to see. Yeah, and, and yeah, we have uh, panels running uh, all day. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just if you need to sit and take a break and, you know, be entertained by by our guests. Yeah. Uh, we have that. Um, and then if you want, there's gaming to be had. There's uh, vendors to go look at their stuff. There's other activities to be had. Uh, you know, there, there's always something that uh, a vendor will surprise us with, like, sure. oh, they're running a game. Oh, really? That's yeah. Wonderful. Yes. Yes. And and also uh, plenty of comics. To, you guys, uh, uh, last year you had, was it four tables? We had 18 tables. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I missed Well, I meant, I meant like, actually, I was thinking four areas. But yes, oh, four yes, areas. But yeah, but 18, yeah. 18 tables total of just I mean, some of the best uh, back issues that I've ever seen and for a really great price. Yeah. Why? Thank you. Yeah. So, uh, we always make sure that, uh, there are tons of comics to be had. Mm -hmm. We do rely on the vendors to, you know, help flesh that out, but we always make sure that there's going to be affordable comics for everyone. Uh, there's, there's going to be, you know, nicer comics for those that are interested. So there's, there's something for everyone there. Uh, and we, we treat it as a safety net as opposed to, like, here we are trying to compete. Like, if, right. you know, uh, if we see something that someone else has and, and they're desperate to get rid of, you know, we, we'll take one of ours down, something sure. like that. Um, you know, because our, our goal isn't just to like, oh, we got their money for the vendor's table. Right. You know, it's the thank you all for bringing this. Mm-hmm. We have this stuff just in case, you know. So. Yeah. And then part of it is we're trying to 
Clarence had a lot of our stock because I mean you've been around the store you've seen oh, our I know. piles of back stock. Well, and, and you, you'd think you would get all all of that out of, uh, off a of free comic book day, but it's amazing how much because you guys there were some things in, in uh, for like a dollar yeah that that were fairly new issues you mm-hmm. know if not obviously right off the shelf but you know with a year or two yeah being a dollar uh, there, there's some of that stuff that I'll throw in after a few months yeah. Um, and I always try to uh, uh, chum the water, so to speak, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of plant, plant some really nice things in there. Um, so if you're willing to go through all the boxes, it's definitely worth your while. Yeah. Um, so you've got the, the, the vendors, you've got the cosplay. Uh, what, what else have you guys got going on? What else is going to go be going on? Oh, man. Uh, like I said, the, uh, the panels mm-hmm. we, we have. Oh, what uh, are some of the panels you guys got? So my favorite panel that we have uh, is something called Quick Draw. It's a game where someone comes up with a list of 10 things and someone else comes with a list of 10 things. And then you're, you read each line, you know, as, as uh, one item. Mm-hmm. You know, so you have like Toaster Cat. <laughs> and then the artists that are there on the panel have one minute to draw whatever their interpretation of Toaster Cat is. That's great. Or, you know, it could be like, I don't know, uh, Toilet Telephone was one of them one year. And it was <laughs> just these insane things that, you know. So uh, two or three will have the the same idea, and then someone else will have something absolutely bizarre. Sure, yeah, that's so much fun, and it's a lot of a lot of just uh, that goes for like what, what time is that? Uh, I think that one is at noon. Okay, yeah, so a great time for people to come down, sit down, maybe have grab some. Is there going to be food? there's the food vendors are going to be like the the normal ones? I think they're out in the hallway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the state con- fair, yeah, concession provides. stands open. Yeah. I'll grab some food, come down and sit down and watch the quick draw. Yeah. And then uh, after that, we have, uh, I think right after that is the Sam De La Rosa panel. Then after that is uh, Sandy Sillner. And God, I think after that, it might be time for the kids' costume kids cosplay. Yeah. yeah. Gosh. And, and it's just, oh, I love watching kids. Oh, yeah. Stuff because they're so excited. I oh, mean, yeah. I, I was excited when I got to play dress up when I was, was a kid. <laughs> and now I get to do it for for realsies as it were and 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 being able up on stage in in you know in 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 costume. Yeah, well and I, I mean as a kid when I was like uh, a ninja turtle or batman or the hulk like I was you know the only one who was yes. really into all that. You know, everyone else had these store bought things and like I went and I worked on my yes. stuff. Uh so now it's it's really cool that the kids that are really into a thing uh can share it with everyone else who will actually appreciate it. Yeah, it's pretty As amazing. opposed to, you get to wear this one day a year and you've spent all this time on it. That's great. Yeah. Uh, so so what, what should people know about? Uh, the, how much is it like, how much does it cost? Uh, $7 to get in. Still seven. Still $7. Yeah. Jeez. That's and, uh, an amazing yeah. price for a convention. Uh, kids 500 are free. Oh, that's great. Yeah, the, the goal is to always make sure that people have money to spend. Mm-hmm. You know, like... I don't want to take everyone's money at the door. Right. Like the the bigger conventions that fly in through town. That's how they have to make the money. Yeah. Is by ticket sales or vendors. Yeah. It's, you know, I, I mean, 40, oh. $30, $40 to get into a thing is ridiculous. Yes. You know. And we won't we won't mention the one that's just coming out that's, that's going to be $40. And I looked at that and went, yeah, nope. That's, <laughs> that's a little bit too expensive for me. Yeah. yeah $7 and, and to just be able to spend... The day with people who care about the same things that you do, yeah, is just pretty amazing. Yeah, and uh, it's it's really fun to see the the friendships that are made there and and the extra connections. Mm-hmm. 
the projects going forward, like different creators will will meet up and, and talk about different things. Yeah. Uh, oh, God, I, I forgot. Yeah, uh, one of the other uh, panels we have is how to make comics. Really? Yeah, uh, John Eric Osborne from uh, Literati is mm-hmm. uh, hosting that one. And Literati Press is going to have uh, little notebooks to hand out to kids or, or like little you know booklets yeah. that'll have pre-printed panels that they can make their own comics. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. That is going to be so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and there's, there's so much other, how can people find out more about what's, what, where to, where more yeah, about it? The best way to find out about it is our Facebook page, mm-hmm. which is the uh, Facebook forward slash new world comic con. Yeah. And new world comic. And it's, it, it, you can, you also do NWCC five. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll bring that up. There's a lot of ways to search for it. Just search New World Comic Con. It's yeah. going to come right up. And then through that, they can see the schedules yep. and see some of the people who are going to be there and everything mm-hmm. like that. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Are you looking forward to it? I am now. Uh, now it, we, we have most of the stuff done. Yes. You know, uh, sometimes we're coming down to the wire. Like last year, Ninja Turtles got done 11 o'clock at night the night before. <laughs> Whereas this way, uh, I think we still need to spray paint some Power Ranger helmets and paint a few more Pokemon and, you know, move a, oh, a handful more boxes. Outside of that, we're, we're good to go finally. Do you feel like it gets easier? Yes and no. <laughs> um, when, it, when it gets too easy, I find more to do, you know, because it's the, okay. Because, uh, I, I mean, there's a million more things that I want to do with this thing. Um, and if I have the time, money, and, and uh, manpower – by God, I'm going to do it. That's <laughs> so like superhero school. At some point, yes. you got to go, okay, that's as far as I can go. Right. I would love to do more with that costume, but I I have to stop. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you, you could make one of the most perfect things in the world, and it gets to get enjoyed for a brief moment. <laughs> right. Or you can uh, make lots of things that are pretty close to perfect, and everyone gets to enjoy lots of them for much more time. Yes, so exactly. Yeah. Fantastic. So everyone needs to go to New World Comic Con on Facebook to, to find out more. Yeah, and... or, or just the store's Facebook page, yep. New World Comics OKC. Uh, and that's that's most of uh, everything we have there. And the Expo Square on uh, next Saturday yeah. Expo on Hall, the 27th. Ne- yeah, uh, you know, there, there might be some construction going on, but there's plenty of parking behind the building too. Yep. Um, you know, State Fair, I think, is going to have uh, some directions going on so if not just follow a stormtrooper or, or a holler quinn she'll be she'll be running around there yeah somewhere. and uh every now and then we'll try to send out some of our people mm-hmm. you know in uh the big inflatable people yeah around. like we, uh, we have a, a baymax and a pikachu that could probably go out there so oh, that'd be adorable that's yeah. fantastic yeah hopefully it's gonna be a lot cooler yeah it, it's it, it's looking like uh we're gonna have a uh uh you know drop in temperature yeah, it wouldn't be so nice yeah, it's gonna be a nice Cool ninety three. <laughs> well, I tell you, I you know the fortunate thing is uh, they they do a fairly decent job of keeping those those buildings well air conditioned. So. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I can't say enough nice things about the state fair. Mm-hmm. They have taken care of us every year. Yeah, it's been amazing. So, Buck, thank you again so much for stopping by. And, Thanks for having and me. How can yeah. people? Uh, how good do they just go to Facebook and, and look you up there? Yeah. That's just, yeah, yeah world, I mean, world comics on 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 Facebook. Yeah, if, if people really want to get a hold of me, come by the store. I'm there every day but Sunday. All the you time. Know, happy to talk to everyone. Uh, you know, unless it's orders day, and then uh, even then, I'll still make some time. <laughs> Buck, thank you very much for stopping by. 
uh, that's going to do it for our show. Uh, you can find us on our brand new home with our podcast friends at home, mostly hump at mostly harmless.media also on Twitter and Facebook at Okie geek podcast. That's also the address for our Gmail account. Would love to hear from you. You can also find me on Twitter at KOSU Michael C. And do you or someone you know have an event coming up? Please let us know so we can talk about it on our show. You can find us on our Apple podcast and be sure to subscribe and rate us and leave a comment. Until next time, along with Buck Berlin, I'm Michael Cross reminding you to keep calm and geek on.